Welcome to The Kelly Roach Show, the place for no fluff, easy to implement, 20 minute or less business and leadership lessons to help you build a sustainable business that scales, lead with integrity and create a lasting legacy. I'm Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned eight figure entrepreneur. Let's get started. She's back. You guys love these episodes where I bring Danielle Savios in for some real talk. So I have her back here today for anyone that's listening into the Kelly Roach Show for the very first time. Danielle Savios is the president of the Advance, the Conviction Marketing Agency, and she also runs my personal brand. Welcome back, Danielle. Hey, hey. All right. We had fun this morning. We actually recorded an episode together for Danielle's new show, which we're both super pumped about. What's it called, Danielle? Personal Brand School. Personal Brand School with Danielle. Uh, So we recorded an awesome episode over there this morning. So definitely head on over and check that out. And today we're going to dig into mistakes that people make building their brands online and how to stay out of those traps that get you into trouble and mm-hmm. cost you lots of money. Right, yeah. Danielle? Yeah. And so this is a part two. So head on over to part one because Kelly shared a lot about her background in that episode, um, how we leveraged her personal brand, building the coaching company, and then and then these new companies. And so there's like a lot of goodness in there. Um, yes. Get you inspired by Kelly's story of personal sure. brand. And she talks about being an introvert, building a personal brand online, which is a big issue for a lot of people. So absolutely. Yeah. So the first part of this is definitely a do not miss that's over on Danielle's uh, podcast. So check that out. And now we're going to talk about mistakes that people make. So Danielle, you want to kick us off or you want me to get this party started over here? Uh, Either way is fine. I have a hundred mistakes people make. So I'm happy to Okay, well, I'm going to have you go ahead and unleash a little bit of that goodness, and then I'm sure I'll have some things to add. Yeah, so uh, I think probably one of the biggest mistakes people make when they start a personal brand is not understanding the difference between a personal brand and a company brand. And so when you are starting a company, your company is very specific in the problem it solves. Your content really centers around that problem, the solution you provide, how you help people. And your content pillars, topics, it's narrow, right? You're really, really focused on this thing that you are selling. So in the example um, of the coaching company for the first, you know, seven, eight years, Kelly really didn't talk about anything but business, things related to business. It was a very, very narrow brand. And so what that does is it builds that company's, you know, reputation for being great at that thing that you do. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. A personal brand represents a person and people are multifaceted. And the superpower that each one of us has is that there are things about us that are just inherently part of our personality, part of our experience, part of how um, we see the world that we don't have to pretend, we don't have to make up. They're just like us. And there are people in our market who will connect to those things. And so- yes. When you build a personal brand, people are always like, well, how do I tie it like to my business? How much do I talk about my business? And, and your business will always be a fraction of your personal brand. But you'll see like as we pulled Kelly's personal brand back a bit, that she's talking about things that she hasn't always talked about because she was so focused on business. So 
you know, she talks about her faith. She talks about some more personal development types of things that um, aren't always directly related to business performance. She talks about health and wellness more than she ever used to, because these are components of Kelly's life that didn't directly relate to the business coaching company, but are very much a part of who she is and her personal brand. And so I think the biggest mistake people make is not understanding that you don't have to build your personal brand around just your business. It should be a piece and it should absolutely be a part of the content you talk about, but it doesn't have to be everything, nor yeah. should it be everything. Yeah. And I think a good way to think about it is, especially in this market now, it's super important that your business's brand be seen as extreme specialists, right? So if you look what we did with Kelly Roach Coaching, which is now the business advisory, we went even further niching into our specialization, which is building sellable, scalable, self-led businesses and teams. Everything that we do at the business advisory is really designed for business owners that want to build multi-million dollar scaled up companies. It's who we are. It's what we do. It's super niched in. It's not for everyone. It's very clear that we're looking for like the business athlete. And not only that, but we're looking for established brands that are ready to scale, which is not most businesses, by the way. Um, So we went from more of a general business coaching company to more of a specialized niche, almost like high-skilled boutique when we went from Kelly Roach Coaching to the Business Advisory. Simultaneously, while niching in the Business Advisory to be the absolute specialist in that one thing, I call it the three S's, sellable, scalable, and self-led. At the same time as doing that, I separated out my personal brand so that I could go broader with Kelly the person. Mm -hmm. And it's a great way to think about it because as entrepreneurs and as visionary leaders, we all have a lot of things that matter to us, things that we care about, things that we want to talk about, teach about, share about, be in conversations about. But you don't want to water down your business's brand, especially in this market where being a specialist is so make or break, right? So a great way to think about it is your personal brand allows you to expound on all those nuances and all of those things that are specific to you, the person, which also sheds light and draws attraction to any of the businesses that you build. Whereas you want to even further niche in the specialization of what your business does, because in this market, people are buying from specialists, not generalists, and they're being extra careful mm-hmm. and discerning in those buying decisions. So I think that's a really uh, important kind of bridge that you just kind of led people to, Danielle, there. And, you know, I would say just overall, uh, you know, let's come back to the three S's, sellable, scalable, and self-led. When you're starting a business, you are the business and you do everything in the business and the business is built around you. But as you begin to have repeatable success in the business. You have a proven offer, you have a winning team, or at least the beginnings of a winning team. And now you want to scale, you become the bottleneck in the business. Mm -hmm. And the only thing that will unlock that bottleneck of you being the business is you no longer being the bottleneck to the business, which means building a self-led company and team. And creating an organization that can deliver on the five functions of a business, sales, marketing, service delivery, finance, and operations without you. 
It doesn't mean you're sitting over in the corner or you're off retired on a beach somewhere. I am still very active in my coaching and consulting company. I am still teaching in my programs. I'm only 40 years old. I love what I do, right? I'm not, I'm not looking to not be working. However, if I'm going to take a sabbatical, which I am in August again, they'll be able to run it without me, no question. And it's not going to be like a big transition. It's just going to be they'll keep doing what they're doing and and they'll cover those things that I would I would do on a normal day to day. So if your vision is to be able to exit your company for a nice multiple 10 or 15 or five or three years from now, which I hope that's everyone's goal because the other alternative is shutting it down and getting nothing. So I hope your plan is is to exit. Um, you can't be the bottleneck. And, and every role that you play in the company devalues the company because now when they pull you out of it, when you go to sell, uh, that function of the business is not accounted for, which is why, and I know I've shared this on the podcast multiple times, which is why I know from a tax standpoint, everyone's like, pay yourself as little as humanly possible. Pay yourself $30,000 a year. Pay yourself $50,000 a year. I full on recommend against that for multiple reasons. One of the reasons being that if you do that and you don't account for the fact that if you're running a million or a multi-million dollar company and you sell that company and they have to go hire a CEO, they're going to have to spend a million dollars to bring that person on. And guess what? Here you were taking a $30,000 salary. That is going to be a big hit in the due diligence process because not only are they losing you, the CEO, but you are hiding your income and now they need to go spend a million dollars just to get back to break even. That's not going to go well in the due diligence process. So um, yes, we all want to save on taxes and da, 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 but you're not actually looking at the profitability of the company when you're not paying yourself what you'd have to pay someone else to do that role, which is very, very key. And it's a huge part of your growth process as you're elevating as a CEO. So I think that's another key thing to be thinking about. And the biggest mistake that I'm seeing is that people have either fallen into one of two categories online. Either they do nothing but spam and promote and sell, and there's absolutely no value whatsoever to what they're doing. Yeah. Or they're putting out like random content, they're posting every day, they're constantly online, but you have no friggin' clue what the person does, what their offer is, what's for sale, how to connect with them, or how to buy from them. And I see people that are literally in one of these two categories, and it's rare if ever, except for I'll say, and I will give credit where credit is due, our students, many of our students actually have built very strong personal brands. If you go look at the clients of the Conviction Marketing Agency, you can see, obviously, this is what we help them with. So it's pretty obvious that they have it nailed. But this is what we teach in the Conviction Marketing Method is the hope, the how-to, and, and the conviction. And within that is the, the span of adding value, nurturing and engaging your audience, and then leading them down a very specific pathway to say yes to working with you. And so uh, now is a great time while you're listening to the episode to go do a quick 30-second audit on your Instagram, on your LinkedIn, on your Facebook. You can do it in a minute or less and just scroll through and do the 30-second test of a new follower that just came and checked out your page for the first time? Do they know what you do? Do they know how to contact you? Do they know what your offer is? And are you putting out easy to digest, instant value add in the form of both posts and videos where someone that lands on your page for the first time 
can get a taste of how you serve, how you speak, how you interact with the market and the value that you bring. So I would say I see people in both of these categories struggling immensely. Some people are selling too much. Some people are selling too little. Um, And what I would really come back to, and obviously you guys know, I wrote a whole book on this, the conviction marketing method. We have an entire agency that specializes in this, but it's that blend of the hope, which is all about the inspiration. And it's about your origin story. And it's about really creating empathy and trust and humanness to your brand and sharing your values and telling your story and all those things, the how-to, which is that value, right? People are going to come to you because you know something they don't know. You can help them achieve uh, or gain something that they want. Um, and then obviously the conviction, which is your differentiation distinction and you know why you're convinced that you're the best in the world at what you do and, and what people should do if they want to get that result working with you. Yeah. And what's really interesting is that both of those people struggle with sales in their companies, whether they're promoting too much or like not at all. The struggle is going to remain because I think people really underestimate the intentionality with which you want to build your personal brand. They're like, oh, I'll just do something online and, you know, call it a personal brand. And interestingly enough, people will say, oh, I don't really want to build a personal brand. And I always tell them, you are, you you already (laughs) are a personal brand. You might not intentionally be building it, but like every time you post something online, that's building your personal brand. Every time you go to a networking event in in person, that's building your personal brand. Every time you engage with someone who's on a podcast and that you're building your personal brand, like the world is deciding who you are going to be if you're not intentionally crafting it. So I think it's really important to understand that there's a strategy behind building a personal brand. That is what we do in our agency. It's not quite as easy as it looks. It's, there's a, a way to do it well. Um, but that would lead me to my next mistake is that people build brands that are not authentic to who they are. So just oh because strategy just because there's intentionality doesn't mean that you have to be fake that you have to fit into some mold that you have to do things a certain way because someone else does like i'm over everyone and their mama doing like the alex hormozy videos like we got it you sit there with your like workout clothes as close as you can with the big words whatever like if that's not you don't do it like you don't have to do it that's him i'm sure that's literally like how he walks around like let him do that. You don't yeah. have to be that to do that. Like the Gary V style stuff. Like if you don't curse every other word, like don't get on there and have to do it. Like mm-hmm. that's just who he is. Like you get to decide what pieces of your brand to put out into the world. And just because you're doing so with intentionality doesn't mean it's not real. I would say everything I've ever posted, everything you've ever posted, it's honestly art, like people in real life would be like, yeah, that makes sense. Like I always say, like, mm-hmm. give it like the best friend test or the sister or that cousin or your spouse would be like, whatever, you're full of it. Like someone who's gonna yeah. call you out, like run it past them and say, would they say these things about you? Like, would they um be like, oh yeah, that's totally Danielle or oh yeah, that's totally Kelly. That sounds just like her. If not, don't put it out in the world. That being said, you don't just like randomly willy nilly throw stuff out into the interwebs hoping it'll do something for you. Yeah. It won't. There is a strategy behind it. So 
what you really want to look at is who do you want to be in the world? What is your North Star as a person? Not your company's mission statement. Your company's mission statement is not your North Star as a human. What is your North Star as a human? When you are gone, what do you want people to say about you? How will you impact the world? And then look at all the different things that make up your life. And say, how can I pull stories from here, inspire from here, share convictions from here, teach from here to work together to what I want to be and do so in a way that's honest and that, you know, like would pass the best friend test, but do you know that there's a strategy behind it? So that's, that's a mistake I would say. I see a lot. Yeah. And, and then I would say another big mistake is being buried behind the company. And, you know, I know for a lot of founders that have like, maybe you have an accounting firm, maybe you have a law firm, maybe you have a tech company, um, maybe you have a, a medical spa or you have a physical brick and mortar. You know, a lot of people, they built their brand uh, through referrals, through Google search, through um, local searches for a brick and mortar through, you know, uh, people sharing whatever. And the thing is, is, you know, the, the only constant is in life is that change will continue to happen. So when you build your business in that way, and you've been lucky enough that a certain way has been working for a certain period of time, the thing that you can guarantee is that change will come and disrupt that. So I always say that you can disrupt yourself or you can be disrupted. And for so many founders, so we work with a lot of business owners that are already in the millions. They're already running a million or multi-million dollar company. And they come to us in the business advisory when they are ready to like explode to the next level. They want to get their brand into a leadership category in their space. And they want to many times launch new income streams. They're bored. Um, they're they're kind of like been there, done that, and done it successfully with the original thing that they did. And they want to do something new. And the big mistake that I see is that people have been hidden behind their business for so long that they have, I have people that come to us that are already running five and $6 million businesses that literally no one knows. They have no network online. They have no social media presence. They have no personal brand. And let me tell you how expensive that is. When you then go to want to launch a new product line or want to launch a new service industry, we have a lot of people that come to us that are running a physical brick and mortar business already, and they've had a really high level of success with it. And now they want to teach other people how to do what they did in that industry, but they have no online presence, no brand, no any of these things. So obviously that's what we help them with. Great. No problem. That's why they hire us. But now they literally have to go out and build an audience from scratch. They have no momentum. They have no network. They have no traction. They have no online presence. They, it is, it costs millions of dollars to like basically start a new business from nothing versus starting a new business based on all of the success and experience and results and customers that you already have. And so even if you don't want to be like the person that's in the spotlight all the time, I implore you to make it a point to uh, get your brand out there. And by the way, by the way, and I mean, Danielle, you've been on camera with me for years now. Um, the people that follow my brand know my team's on camera all the time. We're recording this podcast right now. And Caitlin and Kyrie are on running a launch session right now. Our team is on camera all the time. They're building brands as well. Danielle has a huge brand in the online space. Okay. So 
it's not that it always needs to be you. And if it's not your core strength, that's okay. But you will then want to have a right-hand person that loves to be on camera and is going to build a brand and all of those things. Um, but you can't afford to not have a brand that's separate from the the business because when you go to do something different, you will have to start from zero versus starting from all of the wisdom experience and build up years of results that you've worked so hard to create. Yeah, I think that's so important. And I, you know, we said this in the first half, but there's no downside to building a personal brand. Um, I think a lot of founders especially see it as like a waste of time. Like I just should build the company brand all that. Whereas it's truly the thing that will help propel that company yes. and, and the growth of that company and whatever new things you start. So it's not just, you know, oh, if I, if I want to do something new, it will always trickle down to your business. It will always trickle down to whatever you currently have going 100%. because at the end of the day, it's going to bring you opportunity in the form of PR and podcast guessing and speaking and things like that. It's going to um, bring your business and what you do to a different group of people who maybe wouldn't have followed you, um, except for that they saw that you love fitness and you were, you know, a lawyer who loved fitness, and they were like, "Oh, that's cool. I'm interested in that." Like what some of my close friends when uh, they were assistant principals, and they both wanted to be principals and you know, they have families. And I think, you know, eventually I hope they'll like speak and write books one day because they're really brilliant women, but they're both runners. And so they just started an account called, you know, like about their assistant principals and running and built such a significant audience that way because of running. But then they ended up talking a lot about education and things that believe. And it, it was such a cool thing to like watch that. This is, these are people not in the business world. They're not trying to grow a company yet. It still grew that. So it's such an important thing to remember that it's not going to take away from like your company or it's only going to enhance it. But you mentioned something, you know, about how building over time can give you that freedom to start the new things. And I would say probably the next biggest mistake is the least sexy, but people just are not consistent. They're just not, they are so sporadic. They just don't commit. Again, maybe it's like an internal belief that this isn't a valuable use of my time, but they just, you know, they're great for a week and then they're gone. And then, you know, they're great for a month and then they're gone. Or sometimes they don't even make it a month. Um, So I think that it's something you've got to really understand the value of long-term and commit to doing, you know, not just once, not just twice. It takes a long time to build. Are you sick of all the hyped up, played out trends, fads, and nonsense that you see in online marketing today? Are you ready to learn how to build a brand that's in demand, built on authentic, high integrity, and valuable marketing on your terms? Look no further. I wrote the book, Conviction Marketing Method, to give you a flexible, powerful framework to achieve maximum ROI on your marketing with minimum distraction, overwhelm, expense, or wasted energy. Grab my best-selling book, Conviction Marketing, at kellyroachinternational.com forward slash books. Your marketing is ready to take your business and brand to the next level. Go to kellyroachinternational.com forward slash books. Yeah. And I don't need to go on my rant about 
your body of work because I talk about it incessantly, but just I'll say it one more time, you know, your, your content, your personal brand, like this is your body of work. This is your legacy. This is what will live on beyond you, your books, your podcast episodes, your videos, you know, what you write, what you teach, like it's so much more than, oh, this is distracting me from my business. It's like, no, this is your business. Like this is literally how your business is going to grow and thrive for years to come. So um, we don't need to go down that path completely. It's today, all in episode one on my show. Go check out Personal Brand School. Kelly talks a lot about your body of work and legacy and why. Yes. And she also talks about how she is such a content creation machine because she really is. She's I love to teach. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other thing that I think is really important to keep in mind with building a personal brand, and this is not going to be popular, but I don't care. Um, <laughs> you have to learn social media or pay someone to learn it for you because you could be the most brilliant at what you do. You could get the best results at what you do. You could be wonderful and charismatic or a brilliant writer. And it doesn't really matter because no one will see your content. If you don't know how to leverage the platforms and the way they were built and created. So you have two options there. You can learn it. And if you're starting out, I think you should like start there or you can pay someone to do it for you who's already learned it. But it is, I I see a lot of people just like, well, you know, I posted for like a month and and then like nothing happened. And you look and like, I, it's it it kills me. There's they're on Facebook with no graphics, just text. Which is, by the way, FYI, worst thing you can do. Don't ever, ever, ever just post a plain white background yeah. on Facebook with just text. No one will see it. Uh, yeah. They post these graphics that I can barely read with these beautiful branded cursive fonts that nobody can read, and they're just scrolling by. They post the same pictures they've been posting for ten years, y'all. Invest yeah. in a photographer. I've got one if you need it. But you have to understand that yeah. the psychology of people online is that when they've seen that picture once, they've seen it a hundred times and they're not stopping anymore. Yeah. Um, or they get online and they're like for 10 minutes, like, hey, I'm just waiting for people to join, you know, hanging out. Yes. And guess what? People already tuned out. They don't know what yeah. you're going to talk about and you haven't caught their attention. So there is um, a significant amount of time and energy that people take learning these things to do it well and running an agency. I can tell you it's not easy. They change week to week. Sometimes it's millions of reps and practice and understanding and testing. You have to test a lot of stuff. We had a whole strategy. It was working on Instagram and then it wasn't like literally next day, same thing, JK, we have to change everything. So, um, it's really important that if you want your content to be seen, that you actually learn how to get it seen or or work with someone who knows. Yes, I agree. And I am not the person that likes to live on social media. And I am self-aware enough to know that I'm not probably ever going to be that person. And I would, so I, I would built, support that. <laughs> yes. So I am aware to like my lane is content creation. It's teaching, it's serving, it's inspiring, it's educating, it's empowering. That's my lane. I stay in my lane and I let my team do their magic and they they know and understand 
how to take what I'm creating and how to leverage it appropriately, you know, to, to get a result and to get a response. And I think that's a big thing too. I think a lot of people spend a lot of time trying to correct their weaknesses instead of leveraging their strengths. I think you really have, I, I talked about this a lot with the book writing process because the first book I wrote, Unstoppable, I wrote it and it was miserable for me. I am not as strong of a writer. I'm much better speaking and on camera than I am writing. Um, my second book, I think I got interviewed. My third book, I sent audios to the editor. Every book that I've done, I've done in a different format. And my point is you need to figure out what lights you up and what feels good in creating a personal brand. And you need to focus on doing what you do best and doing it really, really well. And like to Danielle's point, doing it consistently over a long period. Danielle knows I come there and I'm like, okay, so five years from now, I'm like, and I literally, like I talk in five-year ranges, I talk in 10-year ranges. Like we know things that we're going to be doing five and 10 years from now. Like we're, we're looking at massive goals that we're taking action on today, but that we fully understand um, may take three years, five years, seven years to accomplish. And when you have certainty and confidence and passion at that level, it allows both you and your team to focus on doing what you're doing very, very well mm -hmm. and embracing the process of mm -hmm. learning and growing and becoming capable of achieving those big things versus I think the state that most people live in is like such a high anxiety, frantic driven uh, to-do list. It's really hard. I feel that you can feel the energy of someone's brand online very much. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think it's very, very important that you check yourself. If you're having a season where you're really struggling, like let a team member write your content. Yeah. Let a team member do your posting for you. Um, I, I I think it's it's important to know the state that you're in and to know whether or not you are in a state and in a position um, to be representing the brand. And hey, listen, like I'm all for the people that want to share all the the parts of their life online and whatever and all of those things. Um, I'm I'm an extremely private person and I think that I share a lot of my heart. I share a lot of my heart in my work and I share a lot of myself in my work. But like I think there's also a line between what is like personal and family and and for you and your spouse, and what are the things that you know are between you and your audience of thousands or even millions of people? Um, so I would also say, like, know when you need help and know where you need help. And I think that's really, really important as well. Yeah, there's so many good things that you talked about there. I think understanding what your strengths are, and if you're not a writer, pay someone who's a real writer, not yeah. like some random person. You not want. a VA from the wherever. <laughs> yeah, like. Pay a real writer. If you are someone who isn't the best on video, like get training to be on video, yeah. like learn and invest in those yeah. things. And at the end of the day, like, well, first I want to say, I totally agree with what you're saying about get help in seasons that are hard. Um, again, this is not popular. So sorry, sorry, people. But um, I don't think you should make your mess your message. I think you should make cleaned up message your message. And the struggles that you went through in the past that you have dealt with the, if, you know, if there's any trauma around or there was any lessons learned, like you've really tied it up and you've dealt with it and you're able to look at it really objectively in a helpful way. 
I absolutely think those are stories worth sharing because they inspire people. Mm-hmm. When you're smack in the middle of it, you yeah. don't need to be online crying your way through all that because ultimately, if you do want your personal brand to drive your business growth, you do want to position yourself as an authority. And people will push back on me all the time and say, well, that's not authentic. And that's not true. It is authentic. It's just not sharing every piece, right? If you are going through something that's just a really big internal challenge or a really big personal thing in your personal life, you don't have to share every piece of that. And that doesn't make you a fake. It just means that you're not ready to share it yet. It means that the wound is still bleeding and you might still be on the operating table trying to get it handled. So like, maybe you talk about it in a year or two. It doesn't mean you never talk about it. It doesn't mean you lie about it. It just means you don't bring it to your content because in a lot of ways that will undermine you. And people don't realize that um, people want to relate and like and connect with people, but they also want a sense of like, you're further along or you've got it together or again, not in a fake way, not in a fake way. But I totally agree. And I think like, I think that it depends on who you want to attract, right? I know for me, there's not going to be a circumstance in which I'm going to go buy from someone who's in crisis Mm -hmm. um, because you're, you're looking to work with someone who has gone through things and done the healing and done the self-work and uh, gotten through them to the other side and can speak about it in an objective way and lead you through it and teach you through it. So, you know, I personally would not buy from someone that's doing that. Um, Maybe you don't want to sell to someone like me. Maybe you want to sell to someone who wants to, wants to buy, but, but I think these are, these are the things to think through. Right. And, and I know there's all different ideologies around that but i agree with you danielle i think that um i think that doing that work that you need to do um and i've talked about that on the podcast before i talked about stuff i went through with the team i talk about how how i got sued and how i had to do healing work and soul sessions and reiki and church and praying and jesus and walking and meditation and it took two years almost of healing right from that. Um, but when I was in the, the thick of it, I, there was no need to be like dumping that on other people. And I think that's the other thing too, is like, listen, everybody's got a lot of weight on their shoulders these days. Like let's, let's not make it any heavier. Right. That's just my perspective. But anyway, a lot of times you regret how you speak about that topic because you're so in it and you're so feeling it. And it, again, it sort of undermines that for you because you don't have the perspective. You don't have the perspective. You don't have the learnings yet. You don't have the like uh ahas from it. And so you can, you can be really bitter, really emotional in that moment until you deal with some of the stuff, which is a normal human experience that you're allowed to have. Just like maybe think about how you talk about it online. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And maybe until you really can see it clearly from it, from the rear view and, and have some perspective on it. Okay. So other mistakes that you think that we haven't covered yet? Yeah, I mean, I think so. Let's let's kind of rehash a little bit of what we talked about. I mean, we've talked about being, you know, unclear. We've talked about being inconsistent. We've talked about not seeing the distinction between a personal brand and your business brand. We've talked about not being the bottleneck in your business. Um, we talked about uh, not swinging the pendulum too far to sales and not swinging the pendulum too far to nothing. A general <laughs> conversation that no one knows what you're talking about. Um, I mean, we, we've talked about a lot. I mean, I think at the end of the day, 
Um, what you said earlier, Danielle, is so important, which is that we are all building a personal brand, either by default or by design. And the goal of today's episode is to really put a bug in your ear to say like, hey, like you're building a personal brand. Uh, it's either by default or by design. If it's by default, it's probably not something that you're going to be able to use as a springboard strategically to do the things that you want to do later in life. And you don't have the insurance policy that comes with having a personal brand, which we didn't even talk about. But when you have a personal brand, let's say the economy collapses and the industry that you're in goes completely bust. And, um, you know, the the whole gig that you're doing is up like overnight, but you don't have a personal brand. You only have a business brand around that one thing. And now you have to go build a personal brand from nothing that could take you, you might blow through all of your savings, all of your cash, all of your credit cards by the time you get that new thing up and running. Whereas if you have a personal brand you've been building all along, all you would do is say, you know, Hey, I've surprisingly had a lot of my time freed up, uh, due to this crash, which is affecting this need, but here's the deal. Here's what I've learned and here's what I can share with you. And this is what I can do for you. Um, I'm opening up ABC XYZ spots to, to teach about da, 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 da. And boom, you're back in business with one live stream. Yeah. Right. So I think that's, that's, uh, you know, another key. Um, I think we talked about a lot. I think it's, I think it's being consistent. It's playing a long game. It's setting yourself up to be able to sell your, your original company in the long term and be able to build additional things that are lucrative and profitable. It's being able to, stay creative and stay nimble and and do the things that bring you joy and fulfillment and passion along the way and and not boxing yourself in um i think a lot of it is also the importance of specializing in 2023 um the, my prediction for the year is that uh we have seen nothing yet right what is it you sent me last night like 19,000 people just got laid off from accenture what was it yeah, it was 19,000 and it is like really the first company that's not like a tech company. Yeah. So, so what I anticipate is that um that is going to spread like wildfire. I don't think it's something to be scared of. I think it's something to be aware of. And the thing that I've been telling people is now is the time to really like clean it up. Clean it up, tighten it up, clarify who who you're for, clarify what you're the the best in the world at dial that in because people are going to want to buy from a specialist, not a generalist. So, so get clear. And if you're the creative that wants to do lots of things, this is why having a personal brand is so important because you can go talk about whatever the heck you want on your personal page, and then you can build your business brand um, specifically, you know, to niche in on that thing that you do. Final yeah. words, Danielle. Final words. Um, I, I just don't know why we live in a world today where people wouldn't leverage the Free platforms we have to build something that is significant. So you could be someone who's like, I don't want attention. It's not about me. Blah, blah. Great. Choose a cause, build your personal brand around the change you want to see in the world. If you are a founder or business owner, like build it around the change you want to make in your industry. If you are in education, like build it around that. Like there's so many ways that, like, I can't think of a single job, career, business that would make sense where I'd be like, oh yeah, don't, m maybe a spy. Don't build a personal brand if you're a spy. <laughs> Actually, you should. You should just build one that's not your real one, your spy one. Um, but otherwise, I've watched a, a couple of spy shows. Um, <laughs> otherwise, um, I mean, there's just no reason. And it's, and 
you don't have to invest millions of dollars if you're willing to invest your time in learning it. And if you're not, then invest some money in it and, and find someone who can help you build it. But at the end of the day, like I just don't understand how anyone would not want to use the tools that we have for free at our disposal to craft the legacy you want to leave in the world. And it doesn't have to be self-serving. You don't have to be standing in front of like a Lamborghini or jet. And you don't have to be screaming at the camera like or or doing videos that feel like totally out of alignment. You don't have to do anything that's not really you. You can talk about only the things that are authentically you, but um, it's just not going to, there's just, like we said so many times, there's no downside. So for me, I'm like, it's such an easy, low hanging fruit for anyone, for anyone to do. And so get your booty out there and start building or, or pay someone to start building for you. But For sure. For sure. So I'm going to give you guys two resources, okay, to take action on. The first one is if you haven't read the Conviction Marketing Method book, like that is a no freaking brainer. It is even more relevant, timely, and meaningful today than it was when I first released it. So we'll put a link in the show notes down below for that. You can go to kellyroachcoaching.com. You can go to Amazon, grab a copy of the Conviction Marketing Method. If you listen to all of this and you're like, that sounds amazing, but I know I'm not going to do anything about it, then get in touch with the Conviction Marketing Agency. They do done for you brand management, brand building. Um, they specialize in all of the things that we talked about here today. So if you have an established business or an origination business that um, allows you to step into that space of really building a brand of significance online. Um, get in touch with the Conviction Marketing Agency. You can book a call to talk to Danielle or one of our team members over there. Um, and we'll put the links to that down below as well. Yeah. All right. By the time this comes out, Kelly, we'll have the personal brand full day workshop. So oh, yeah. That. Why don't you talk about that for a quick second? Yeah. We're going to do a deep dive where I basically walk you through every single step you need to take to build your personal brand. Um, so all you need to do is find me on Instagram, Danielle C Marketing, Danielle C Marketing on Instagram, and just DM me the word, the words, personal brand, and I will send you the link to that. I'll also put it in the show notes. But awesome. it's inside everything you need. You'll be able to leave there and go, go on in the world and and build your brand. Love it. Thanks, Danielle. So. If you haven't read the book, grab a copy of the book. If you're interested in that personal brand day, you can DM Danielle on Instagram or get in touch with me and I'll connect you with her. And uh, we also have done for you brand services through the Conviction Marketing Agency. So thank you all for listening in. We'll see you back here soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to The Kelly Roach Show. If you enjoyed this episode, do me two solids. Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review so other people can find the life-changing content that we share here. We're on our way to number one and we need your help getting there. Thanks so much for being a part of the community and for tuning into the show each and every week. We'll see you.